Artscast, episode 4. Yo. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a minute to take in the fact that I shaved, um, obviously. And yeah, for people listening, you can't really tell. But people watching, you can tell that something changed. And I'm not really sure if that's for the better. I need to stop doing this. You know, that, that, no, that like... Um, air that I'm pushing through my nose after saying something funny because it's like a laugh track and I don't know if it's like a nervous thing but it kind of is like a laugh track it's sounding like one and to me this is annoying and particularly because you guys don't need a cue to laugh like I'm hilarious you will be laughing anyway so I need to get that cut that off so that I'll try to cut it off. But what I was saying was that my hair grew inside. Um, <laughs> that's a very weird thing to say, isn't it? Because it is borderline me saying that I'm going to grow a bush somewhere else. But um, how was your week? Nothing too eventful, I hope. I hope. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I have to stop doing this. But uh, this is the fourth episode of cast and of my podcast. And... and it doesn't feel like it. It's already been a month when you know that I take like a full week to... Not a full week. But it, uh, it's a weekly thing. So, has time been going by fast? I don't know. I'm not that old that I would say sh- stuff like this. But um, I'm very grateful for you sticking around and checking this episode, this podcast, week in, week out. Um, but yes... Without further ado, just to give you a round of what, I, what we're going to have today, only two segments today, which would be So That Happened, and In My Feelings, I think they're going to take enough time, but it will still fill up an hour slot, and I remind you guys that this podcast is for you to listen while you're driving, while you need, you're eating and you need something to fill up the void because you can't live with yourself, while you're gargling on someone's private parts. Um, you know, the Netflix thing of, are you still watching? That's me. I'm giving you background noise so that you can keep going at it. Um, that's on me. <laughs> that, that good head is on me. You're welcome. Um, but yes, I thank you again. Um, quick reminder that you, it's appreciated if you give ratings to the uh, podcast. Like, even feedback. Like, I have been talking to a lot of people and for a while now and I've come to grasp that like I just don't take feedback or criticism I don't take anything at all that you have to say about my work because I just care about my vision no matter if it's fucking flawed but I'm trying to let people tell me stuff a bit more I think people have spoken to me in the past few weeks since I started this would have noticed trying to be a bit more humane (laughs) which is uh, quite a task for me when you're that narcissistic I'm basically the amber herd of podcasts so, um, what a bitch, right? What a bitch. So, um, it's appreciated if you are subscribing on YouTube, if you are following and, and uh, what is it? Like, I think it's following on Spotify and Apple and leaving comments and, and leaving ratings and just listening to the thing that's appreciated. If you want to support me directly, there's a Patreon where you can donate so I can stop living on the streets because my bum is feeling sore. And is it? And without further, further, blah, 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 blah. without further ado, welcome to Artscast. 
Ah, it's cast. So that happened. Welcome back to the show, and we're going to go straight away to the So That Happened segment. And this week we're going to talk about two things specifically. Um, I don't know if they're very linked to each other. The first thing is going to be the French elections, where Emmanuel Macron uh, won his re-election. And uh, uh, first of all, I would like to point out the greatness that is bilinguality. I don't know. I'm going to make a point about languages, and I can't fucking speak any of these languages, it, it seems. The greatness of being bilingual, because, like, you can follow up on memes, which are, like, about how fucked up uh, Frenchy countries are. Because not just friends, but, you know, memes about how fucked up Frenchy countries are. As much as basic as English-speaking countries... But which is most countries, to be honest. But you can follow up on pretty much everything when you master these two languages. Well, it's not like French is the most spoken language on earth or anything. It's not even the top 10, if I recall right. I think it's 10th. Um, but it's pretty practical because, I, like, again, I think Elon Musk is very much buying Twitter. But till now it has been good. It's, well, not good. That's, that's not a fair um, representation of that website. But... What I'm trying to say is that I've been on French TikTok for the past month because of elections. Holy shit, this is amazing. I cannot believe it. <laughs> that was amazing. That was a good time. These memes were amazing. The Valérie Pécresse memes were amazing. Miskina. I love them. But that's not really what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is that Macron did get re-elected against Marine Le Pen, which was a remake of the last French elections. Uh, that was still the same... Uh, matchup, and this time around, Le Pen had a bit more support again. <laughs> like I, it's good. I mean, it's not as bad that um, Macron got elected instead of Le Pen. Le Pen is fr from Le Front National, which is the far right party. You could call these people neo Nazis. I don't know if I have to say like for legal reason, but a Joe. I think I have to, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> I have to kind of put disclaimers on, st on uh, statements like this, because um, you can't just call people in Nazi now, it seems. As if we are the ones in the wrong when we call people Nazi. Anyway, uh, Le Pen is very much a problem. Her dad was very much a problem and was very close to winning the election that was in 2002. He got very close to, but uh, was, I think, against Jacques Chirac. Uh, rest in peace, also. You know, I grew up uh, consuming French media, mostly. Like, in Mauritius, you got Canal Plus as the main media source, unless you want to watch uh, freaking MBC. My, an uncle of mine said that once. You have MBC, you, you have Canal Plus at home, and you watch MBC. is like buying pizza, and eating Jipanji Bear. And even this, I think, is a compliment to MBC. Because Jipanji Bear has its merits. I don't think MBC has any of its merits. Of course, there is my MBC on there. Uh, and they get her week in, week out to see the most ludicrous shit. This is really forbidden love. But that brings a tear to my eye. But what I was saying was that... Once again, they got close to getting power, but it's it's telling that like racism is just everywhere. France is, I would have really said that it's a very progressive country. It is a progressive country, 
but as in most uh, white supremacist countries, it's not good and it has like some ramifications because like remember Zemmour had quite a popular for well with all the shit he spoke about he only got seven percent with how the media was painting him as like the one man like to start with the dude was extremely racist that should be enough your fucking name Zemmour and you don't like Muslims <laughs> make it make sense bro make it make sense but I don't want to go too 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 in depth uh, with the French thingy. My my point really is that it's kind of scary how close um, Le Pen got once again, but also that Macron is not actually a good president. I I the memes were amazing. Like there was one about Macron. Uh, Your poor die. I loved it. I just loved it. It was just like <laughs> doesn't that encapsulate his whole uh, presidency? And he's got five more years, and most people voting for him are the old ones. Once again, we should put a cap, cap on what age you're allowed to vote at. Because um, all people fucking us over time and again. Yes, it's not here. It's not going to directly. I, I hate that when people... That was the same when Trump got elected. A lot of idiots here were like, why do you have to care? Actually, I support him. He's like, yeah, why? You're supporting a supposedly billionaire. I don't get that. Like people who support Elon Musk. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't know you exist. People are so weird, like weird nerds defending people like Elon Musk, uh, racists defending people like Trump. But here, that was weird. People were saying stuff like, what do we care? That's not here. Do you know that the world is... I like making that joke that globalization is a lie because like, there are still a lot of barriers to actual globalization, to actual like the world is a village. But in practice, we are all tied by a lot of things. And particularly the number one economical power in the world, the US, is going to do something big and bad. You're going to feel it. It's kind of now reminded to be like, if it's not in my yard, it doesn't concern me. It's very narrow-minded. Might be in the neighborhood. Someone might be killing people around, but they didn't come to my place and do it. I don't know. Well, it's not the exact same same thingy. No, it would be more like something like uh, the mayor is passing on very bad, very bad measures, but I'm not really impacted. Oh, this is gonna play in the, in my feelings topic, but it doesn't really impact me. What's a big deal? That's very now reminded. You, I can't. That, that, that basically, that's what I wanted to say with that. So it's kind of scary when we act as if we don't care. Because I remember for the first time, Macron went. For the election, so five years back, Obama had to put out a message, and that was right after Trump got elected, and was like, "Friends, don't, <laughs> don't even think about it, because the UK just got Brexit, the US got Trump. Don't, please, don't fucking do this." And and yeah, he won. But the thing is, Macron came in as the younger candidate, the one who was gonna actually be different. Right? He only thinks about money <laughs> and not necessarily for the people. So, I don't know. I, I, I hear myself say that and I'm using like very simple terms and I feel like a child saying this. You only care about money. But at times we downplay these very true statements like someone only cares about money and say that it's childish because like the ramification. That doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what does that one candidate care about? Money. And they're going to do everything needed to get there. 
like life for students have got harder the standards of living are already like and like we know that it's pretty high there but like it's not getting better again your pool die i should stop doing this so my next topic well actually before moving to the next topic i i wanted to add something last week but i forgot and that was related to the elections because i was more linked to the municipal elections but since i'm talking about elections now i'm gonna mention it um we need to make it so that elections become an automated process and not that the prime minister can call or postpone them there needs to be like independent well the supposedly independent uh organization that that um oversees the election supposedly independent uh, when you say supposedly it's fine it's fine when you say supposedly it's fine it's not a big deal i i hope my lawyer friends do tell me so it shouldn't be in the prime minister's hands to call or postpone elections this we're leaving power to a potentially extremely corrupt person to dictate democracy Wouldn't that be sad if I was already the case? Like not having municipal elections in six. Wouldn't that be sad? Wouldn't that be sad? It should be an automated thing. I don't know if it has to be changed. I think it has to be changed through constitution, and make it so that after a set amount of time, it's called upon, not for the prime minister to be like, okay, I'm gonna put it for there, which was very much the case last time. No, you shouldn't get that much power. You should never have the chance to do something like this. That makes no sense because you are gonna be recalled. You cannot get the power to put it in your agenda of for exactly when to schedule when you want to be recalled. Because if you think about it, the passation of power here on our island, the big passation of power, has been when the leading party was in an alliance mostly with another party, and when they broke off to go with another, which was from the opposition previously. So it wasn't really like someone was very confident in their performance for the past five years and was like, let's go for the elections right now. You think you're going to beat us? I'm sure that what we did is enough to... No, it was mostly... And then, and then they lost. That's what I mean. And then they ended up losing. That was... No, that's not that. It's that they break up the alliance. So you automatically have to because you're dismantling the government. You have to go for elections. And once again, we have the power to do that, right? But so, I think we should not have alliances. I think that makes no sense because else you should be the same party. Because fundamentally, if you believe in the same thing, maybe you want to do it different. But why aren't you just the same party and you work together inside of that party to get towards that? Like for example, socialism. Why don't you have just one party and you work towards that? How is that? Alliances shouldn't be a thing. That is bullshit, because at some point we'll just break it off. Uh, and we all know that, once again, but what do we do? I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of that, too. Like, we all know how it works. We all know that people just vote as per religion. We all know that people just do this, this, that. They only vote for the two same names for the past 50 years. We all know that. But why the fuck are you complaining? Because you're still playing in it. I'm going to move on from that topic to go right back to Bravi. <laughs> Because I'm not done. So, as we all know, and as I started the, the podcast by saying, I hope nothing much happened for you for previous week. 
Well, I really hope nothing much happened for you. I, I wish that people would have like a simple and peaceful life, but is that ever an option? Um, our prime minister, while not being in the country, uh, had a few uh, comments about what was happening. Uh, his government is having prices rise at an, exp- at an exponential rate, and we, a lot of people cannot keep up. So a lot of people took to the streets. Um, I'm not condoning, I'm not justifying, I'm not whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just going factually, factually on this one. A lot of people um, felt like they had something to say because they feel like they don't have any way to get their voice out there. And can you really blame someone for that? Has change ever been made through uh, trying to simply voice our things? Not condoning, not calling for people to go to the streets, although maybe like more manifestations would be required. Not saying that we have to riot for that, because I always thought that we were treated just well enough. The, the government treated us just well enough, particularly after Kaya, for us not to riot again. But a few people did tell me that like with how prices are hiking, they're kind of pushing people to the brink. And I, I'll talk about that more in, the, in my feelings. I don't want to be like uh, foreshadowing things. Um, my point is that he had comments which were very inflammatory. The, particularly the thing about like some people just like... And bringing it back to Kaya. You do realize that for Kaya, what happened? Like someone got killed in jail, someone who was a symbol for a whole community. I hate the word community in, in the respect of how it's used here, but you get what I mean. You do understand that someone got murdered, right? In jail, got murdered in jail. And you're kind of making a liaison between the two, there are a bunch of people. Okay, you want to put it as in like it's political parties, like enhancing that, because you want to say that the opposition is bad. That's a weird thing to say. I, I can hardly see what the opposition would get from... And I'll talk about that again more. I can hardly see what the opposition would gain from setting the, the country on fire. Because you kind of need votes from pretty much everywhere. And when you set the country on fire, the country is on fire. You get it, right? And when the country is on fire, some people are getting burned. And when they do, they can't vote. Let's, let's put it like this. Let's forget about the human part of it. They cannot vote. It's kind of a weird thing. Because these comments were poor. And then he came back, I think three days back, to, to the island. And the first thing he said was about how the police got his full support. The first thing he said was not, hey, let's talk about it. We hear you, I hear you, I see you doing this. I want to understand why you're doing this. Of course, we all know why it is. But I want to work with you. No, that wasn't what he said. What he said was like, I back the police force, which has the means and everything. I back them to keep law and order. You know, last time I heard something like this was Trump saying shit like this for the BLM uh, manifestations and riots. Again, you would not want to be compared to Donald Trump, would you? But let's forget about him, because Mauritius is not the US. A lot of people say that, and actually believe that Mauritius is the closest representation, or mini-representation, of the US that you could find in the world. That's a topic for another episode. I will not waste some time here for this today. And I will have to wrap up the... Uh, so that happens soon, because we have to move. It's a podcast here, right? We have things to do, right? 
got to, got to get moving. Um, purple, you, purple, you so much. So, first thing you have to say as the one leading is that let's talk, right? Call for dialogue, call for communication. Do not try to scare people by saying police will take measures needed. You know what you sound like when you say something like this. You don't sound like a thousand things. You sound like one thing when you say things like this. And as the, at the same time, we know, like, I'm talking like this as if it was the same as when people were saying Trump is acting pre presidential. Trump is going to start acting presidential. We're expecting... You expe <coughs> Sorry. You're expecting a duck to not be a duck right now. And I don't want to do this. Because there are things that I did, I, I have said about the Prime Minister before, as much as that's someone I would never support, except for my April Fools, I would never do an Oliver Duma. Impossible. That's impossible for me. Please jot that down. That's impossible for me to do an Oliver Duma for all the shit I would say, and then to be like, I have a Premier Minister de proximité. Sorry, I have to switch to France. Uh, a, a Prime Minister which is close to us, listens to the... Shut the fuck up. I will never be able to do that. So please hold me accountable for this. I do ask people to hold me accountable for this. But at the time, just when he was elected, well, when he got power from his dad, remember that? Um, yeah, no one is ever going to forget about this. When he got power from his dad, I did mention that he's a good communicator because in the, the manner in which he speaks to the nation, although there's a lot of propaganda in there for the embassy, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> supposedly, like uh, for legal reason that's a joke as much as there's that there's also a like kind of the tone that he had in general was neutral enough but that has changed because now particularly after you win an election allegedly through the uh, process properly through the process that has changed you get that whole notion of power now I completely grabbed it I've seized it And it's really feeling like this, like we have a government that, that is speaking as if it seized power and is never going to let go of it and they are the only ones who can dictate here and there. These comments from him were poor. These comments were shameful, laughable is putting it too lightly. But I just can't believe that a prime minister would just... Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it. If you follow enough of world news, you can see like dictators speak like this. Um, but like, what are you going to do? That's pre pretty much the... Sorry, I should clap, stop clapping my hands because it's going to catch on the mic. What are you going to do? I'm in power. I do what I want. And basically, that's what I wanted to say because... So, that happened. Ah, it's cast in my feelings. And we are back again on the fourth episode of Ads Cast, and my hair still hasn't grown. And just like Mr. Salambert with our facial hair, this is disturbing. <laughs> you know what? I walk in my house and I just pass by like mirrors, or I just get my I see my shadow on the wall, and you just see that egg. This is traumatizing. <laughs> this is trauma inducing. That is so scary. I say about my own freaking head as if I've never shaved my head. Actually, I didn't completely shave it this time around, which I usually do. I was like, maybe not. You know, I kind of want to do that Drake thing. You know, I'm just going to be like making it hard here. No, I'm not going to do a Drake thing. 
but I could be doing a Drake thing because I'm a whore. Let's go to in my feelings for this week. So this time, what got me in my feelings for the fourth episode? I think, yeah, what got you so riled up? And this week, seg- this week's segment is gonna be a bit of a walk around for me. Sorry, for me to get to my point because like I just mentioned that in the previous segment, but I. Prime Minister said, highly dangerous shit, that's a fact, uh, and but the country literally caught on fire, that too is a fact, but for sure, the Chatwa news outlets have been spinning it around as if our god leader didn't say something really racial, allegedly, for legal reason, that's a joke, and it's, it's the these people stirring unrest, that's, that's what he said, okay, that's me quoting here, well, transcribing to English, rather, but these people, huh? these people, huh? are you perhaps talking about the race demon, air quotes, uh, as previously mentioned by the former prime, a former prime minister? Is that the people you're talking about? Um, that's interesting. But uh, we know that. We know that uh, what to expect from the chatwas, the chatwas, chatwa. Do you actually say the S? Because I'm like a Z. If you're watching NBC every day and being pissed at what they're saying, buddy, that's on you. Because, like, this circus will keep going. You can't complain if you're going to keep watching. That's a message that I would want to pass, pass on to everyone. Okay, I do watch it for my NBC because she is so cute. She's so, she's so nice. She's so amazing. She's so... I'll stop gushing over someone who works in the NBC. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'll keep doing it, but that's fine. So, um, my point is that, yeah, don't complain, because you're going to keep watching it. I, I hate that. I've heard that from people that, like, we listen so we know what lies they're telling us. What? <laughs> you know they're going to lie anyway. Isn't it better for you to just go through and seek the truth and just go with it, and no matter what they say, you're like, no, these are the facts. Why would you... <laughs> but how about the progressives? Like, you know, people who like fighting government, the people who yell bully de haut, the I love my country, I'm ashamed of my government gang, the gouvernement pas bon squad. Yes, I can keep going for like 30 minutes uh, with a list of names for them. What is their view? Okay? Because um, to be honest, to be honest, no one actually fucking cares uh, about their view, but some of them have decided to voice out, so let's hear them out, I guess. So yes, lots of people have been speaking up about how fucked up what he said was. Um, but following the riots, many have been telling people to just relax, think about the airport. What? <laughs> uh, do you get the whole reasoning beho- behind people rising up do you know what they're complaining about because being able to travel or tourists getting to come here doesn't feel like a pressing matter in it particularly getting to travel you know that the people going to the streets would never have the option to you do (laughs) i have to cut off the noise the the air the no nose air but you've seen how big of a nose i i I wish i could meet doja cut she would love it And I would too. And 
being able to travel and tourists coming to Mauritius, I, I'm not sure if that's the primary concern of people who've been in the streets. Because this bullshit is what led me to this week's In My Feelings topic. How different people react to struggle around the island. And how, through that, because that's what the name of the episode. I ha- oh, I have to get the, 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 the thumbnail. Um, does that work? Yeah, that works. Is there enough space? Yeah, there's enough space. Sorry, I'm wasting time just to get a thumbnail. Adrien, clip that thumbnail. Ta-da! <laughs> now I have to look shocked. Anyway, I'm going to move on from this. I wanted, I'm going to go back to that. Uh, how different people react to struggle around the island and how, through that, title of the episode, Mauritians hate Mauritians as an aesthetic. Something big, big, big as a statement. Ooh. Um, and this is an ex- exclusively Mauritian thing in, in like, uh, practice. Uh, across the globe, privileged folks are happy to turn a blind eye, or even worse, patronize oppressed people for their struggle. It's not new, just not, as, not just to us. And basically what they're saying is that I don't suffer from it. So it can't be real. Chill, guys. Um, to, to that degree of discrediting causes that do not straight away affect them. And well, I would say that struggles have varying degrees of severity. Going back to my point of not everything is fucking about you. Um, you can't just say that what you feel in a way is the same for someone else. But all struggles are struggle. And they shouldn't be demeaned. Simple. Let's think back to the George, George Floyd murder. Uh, many Americans blame him for his death. Like, that's something that we can't discount. Many white Americans, as well as black Americans that have made a living from pandering to white people. You know, an Uncle Tom, basically. Uncle Tom's in general. And many Mauritians sided with the BLM movement at the time. Like, putting the fist, putting the black square. Ugh. But not everyone. And a lot of people did repeat that stupid narrative that he put himself in that situation. Why didn't he just comply? Why didn't you get aborted is the real question here. Why didn't you get aborted? But now that the struggle is closer to us, it's actually around our island now. Uh, now that it's closer to us, you can see who, who was being performative in their support. As again, the same narrative, a similar narrative is being pushed. If you do this and get shot, you brought it upon yourself. Um, can't you see how everyone else uh, will have to bear the consequence- consequences for these actions? Think about the economy. Buddy, the economy is not thinking about us right now. People need to be able to live properly. But As society progresses, the real goal has to be providing humanity with resources to live well. Bam. Socialism. Motherfucker. (laughs) I will flesh out this point in another episode, solely focus on the lunacy of work in a capitalistic world. You know, I, I, I foreshadow next episodes. But that's not a catchy title, actually, that one. Like, lunacy of work in a capitalistic world. 
We'll name it. If you ain't rich, you're a slave. That's not bad, isn't it? But that's a story for another time. For now, I actually pity the people who studied a bit of of business at whatever point in their lives and have made capitalism slut their whole personality. Because, yes, I too love nice things. I think everyone does. I have mostly throughout my life wasted money. My money, my parents' money, my siblings' money, my partner's money. And that I didn't really try to do, okay? Um, I just assume that I'm pointless. So if you decide to get with me and spend on me, let's say you problem. <laughs> but wanting to afford nice things shouldn't stop others from having a decent life. Um, we keep using that as an excuse, like capitalism and hardships is how we progress society. That, that doesn't sound like a good enough excuse. Furthermore, hardships at this time now should have already been erad- eradicated. We're in 2022. The world has progressed enough. Bam! Socialism, motherfucker. No. But I'm not going to go on this tangent today. In my script, there was like a whole block of text that I had to highlight in yellow to be like, no, don't go on this because you'll be sidetracking. I'm not going to go on a tangent today. You see, with this podcast and your feedback, my dear friends who I purple so much, my village friend, she's going to hate me for having said that just now. Um, But still, love you. Um, I'm trying to get more focused. So again, learning to accept your feedback too, that's a big task. Anyway, not going to go on a tangent. Let's stay focused, brothers and sisters and non-binaries. My point is that stop fucking talking about the economy. It doesn't care about us. It might work for you and you specifically. You watching now, <laughs> not just everyone. Even you know you. But at large, it's not our friend. So why should we care? I've also been taking a look at the stance of politicians, and that's what I wanted to mention earlier. Parvin kind of blaming them for stirring unrest. And they can't really be human about that matter right now, because. They lose some votes no matter what they do. So the best action is to do damage control. How sad. All they can do is speak about reality that they have no clue about too. And that actually does explain how it's one specific social class that ends up in politics, doesn't it? But move on from that. Of course, I want peace, but I know that not everyone does or at least, at least cares for it. have to be realistic about this. Peace doesn't need to be within arm's reach if you can build glass ceilings. Sadly. And to sum it up, there is grace in recognizing your privilege. So try forcing yourself to fucking do that. And I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Again, that's so vague, isn't it? Passing comments from your golden tower that levitates above ground. Because it does feel like this line of feedback only comes from the ones who can up and leave at any point. And no matter the excuses you make for yourself, at the end of the day, your head is so far up your silver spoon ass that you choose to make your struggle if ever you have any, the only one that matters. 
And that is what I mean by Mauritians hating Mauritians as an aesthetic. Albeit the road to get to that point was convoluted. But it does feel like those who can afford jumping ship resent the rest of us who can't. Who have no other option than to stay and fight. Why are you fighting? Is rather what we get asked. Can't you see there's no hope here? We can only make it if we fuck off from here. Oh really? How funny. You can see what's wrong about the place. But you refuse to do anything about it. Heck. Everyone listening to this. To some degree benefits from a level of privilege. Um, I never shield myself from it. My parents work their asses off so that their kids will never lack anything. You know, they're successful. Then complain that they work their asses off so my parents work their asses off so that their kids will never lack anything. Then complain that we don't know any hardship of life. Sigh. But it remains true. Factually speaking... To me, things are really becoming fucking expensive, like I would say it very straight up. But I have complications that shield me from the real impact, if you know what I mean. Yes, I can't just fucking drive around for fun now. These prices are not very... Yo, shotgun tamara. But I'll live. A lot of people cannot afford to say that. And from my privilege, I want to do more. Do not just sit on my ass. Although that is what I've been doing. What I'm doing right now, literally sitting on my ass talking to people on the internet. But you get my point. My first way to, contrib- my first way to contribute, that's my first way to contribute. And I vow, vow, vow to find more ways to do so. Remember that my dream is to become Prime Minister. And there are no shortcuts to become just that. Well, there's no shortcuts. But they're all imposed. And to me, it shouldn't be that if you become Prime Minister, everyone will acknowledge you. It should be the ones who acknowledge that can become Prime Minister. And then, I can do more to save the world. So I'll be counting on your vote. That's the first thing. But to wrap up this segment, I just want to point out that... It's a fourth podcast, and all of them had a topic heavily tied to capitalism. At some point, we'll have to tackle that. (laughs) But hey, all I wanted to say was, if you're unable to be humane, just shut the fuck up. And that got me in my feelings. Adscast. Hey, welcome back. After this very emotional, well, it was an emotional roller coaster basically, that previous segment, but in my feelings. And um, I am still glad about it because these are topics that need to be discussed and that we, you know, that thing of saying time and again until the people until national, it's a clear lie, but we don't want to. It's not that we don't want to, but a lot of people who have the power over means to actually move the needle don't. I had a conversation in the past uh, with relatives about how um, if you're going to go to like a manifestation, like we go as a community and I'm like, yes, but I want to bring 
some of my friends who are belong to again I hate the world community but I want to bring some of my friends who who identify as others than that community we're representing I'm like no why I'm like because else you just look like a bunch of angry dudes in a stadium you need people from the out it's sad to say it like this but you need people out there not in not necessarily going through your struggle to see your struggle you need to get across that bridge you need to put your hand out there even though they're not the first to to give you a hand you have to try and and, and show them that you want to reach for theirs you have to do that you have to to go across the aisle and try to get everyone to get on board to communicate and speak about these topics sad once again because it does mean that like you always will need help to fight your fights I don't think that's necessarily true, but you always need help to fight your fights. But you have to be aware of the ampleur of these fights. And every help matters. Every hand matters. Every hand counts. So yeah, you get an idea by the fourth podcast of how this is going to keep going. Fun fact, which I... The initial name for this podcast, the first name I came up with was Save the World Cast or save the world pod and if you see when I'm editing you can see the, um, the title of the episode is actually save the world cast and then when I post I will change it I publish I'll change it you see that's something I want to say in an interview when I'm very famous when like I'm going on radio one and they're like Adrien <laughs> I would like you guys to have an idea of this so that I want people who are on the same wavelength, who want to save the world, to tune in and we can talk about how we can save the world together. As I, uh, when I was younger, and I keep talking about capitalism, being younger, I was very much like, I see myself as a capitalistic socialist, as in I love money and I see the benefits of making money, but like, yeah, to some degree, everyone should, but like, The, that's so fucking dumb and that's just what I was talking about people who studied a bit of business I'm just like that I was just like that studied a bit of business and then thought that would be that's how the world works that if you work hard you will make no that's not how it works that's actually not how it works but no there are some success stories it's bad that there are success stories because it does mean that there will be a dime it doesn't there will be one among a million And the million, the rest of the million, will never achieve that. There's another thing for this. There's an allegory of the monkeys and the ladders. And I guess I'll talk about this in the capitalism episode. But my point was that I believed in capitalism. I'm very glad that I grew up. I'm just sad now for people who still haven't. Uh, the, the older I grow, and I'll still be someone, I do this podcast all on my own. And... Well, not for long, because I'm trying to get a few friends to help me out, like to design a few things, to get a few friends to help me out with planning out the set once I can move to a set, to an office, to change the logo, because I think as cast, I, I will that out in five minutes, but I really, I have an idea of what I want for you guys to have an image and be like, this is as cast. You won't even read the title, you'll be like, that's this bitch. And the older I grow, the more community-based I become. And I, again, I hate the use of the word community in... Mauritius and a lot of places around the world, but particularly in Mauritius, which is like Moban, like people like me who look like me, who pray the same as me. I hate that. 
community would just be people who, um, to me, it's been that, who get together. Well, it kind of is that they get together for religion. But it's religion is something pretty much imposed by birth. You can, yes, convert, but like, ah, religion is fake, guys. Community would be people with the same ideals getting together. Same ideals for me wouldn't be to say that uh, homosexuals, homosexuals or sinners. I wouldn't say that, that trans, trans people don't exist. I, I wouldn't say that's an ideal. People who get together and want to move a needle, who want the world to get better. So I get more community-based like, as I get older, and I'm trying to pause that over. Again, I'm such an auto fan that in the previous segment, I put an auto quote, and I don't know who's going to catch on to that. But, um, and, and yes, it's the weeb me talking right now, but something I wanted to say about Naruto is that, and I grew up with it, just like people who grew up with Harry Potter, which I also did, but J.K. Rowling's a cunt. I grew up with Naruto, and you kind of, it's the manga that is going to always my favorite and is going to always represent me I can see myself represented in it but I'm gushing over it to get to that point the core message of Naruto which you will see mostly through I think it was Azuma is that you don't do things the most important person is not the one at the head the most important person is not a person is the people as one it's so sad that Azuma had to fucking die for us to get that lesson I want to cry just thinking about that that big of an impact but the message is that you grow up and you have to try and pause on things for the rest of the world to live better you have to try and eradicate hardships that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast save the world but thanks for tuning in because I made that closure way longer than it has to be it's already like what 7 minutes into it um, what I wanted to say, because I have to do the usual ending thing, I appreciate you guys subscribing, I appreciate you guys liking, I appreciate you guys doing everything, sharing too, that's appreciated. Uh, please keep doing it, because for this to be successful, for my vision, I always say it like this, my vision is only going to be... I should become... It's the one who acknowledge who become Hokage. And I want to be Hokage. So I appreciate you guys and I, I rely so much on your support because I'm telling you guys, I've been so such of a solist for most of my life, but as I get older, the disillusionment of how it actually works, it was like it's more like to me now that I think it matters more for me if we make it together, but I just make it on my own. Because anyway, I want to make it so that I can make it better for everyone. <laughs> so, not saying that I'm a savior. And once again, like I said before, hold me accountable for things that I've, I'm saying and I've said. Like a lot of things, I will grow up and move on from them and learn. But a lot of things also, just like what I said, my political affiliations. Not saying that MMM can do no wrong because I'm still with that party. I mean, I'm not in the party, but it's the one that represents my beliefs. Not saying that they can do no wrong, but I actually am saying that, I've said that in the past, I align with them until they don't align with me. Until what they are trying to preach is not what I, I can see myself in anymore. Socialism, for life. You can't see the punch. For life. Okay, I'm kind of hiding Itadori. I don't want to do that. Thanks, guys, for your support. I appreciate that. And um, like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. You can support through Patreon. Starts at $3 per month, but 
would be helpful like pay me a coffee get me a coffee and um, thanks again that was Adscast episode 4 I'll see you guys very soon yo